Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNC Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo is a performer. Mm. <laughs> and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Season 14. 14. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT Podcast. Clank. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another, I'm oh, sorry, the only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast you should be listening to. That's, that's what the kids are saying. That, that's what the yeah. numbers, mm. numbers don't lie, numbers don't <laughs> lie. Now, as you know, this is a live podcast review program at Thingamabob. Mm-hmm. Think a live viewing party, except it's a podcast. And, and you're all invited. Are. And you're here to listen to our thoughts, <laughs> our desires, our dreams. Our aspirations. Our hopes. Yeah. Our struggles. Yeah. Yeah. Just everything. You're just invited in on it all. Yes. And then we just release it and then we just have regrets about what we say. <laughs> Quite immediately. Do you ever have? Do you ever regret it afterwards? Are you well, ever- I, I listen to every episode for quality control purposes oh. and also because it is my favourite podcast. <laughs> no bias. Um, not really. Sometimes I think we might word things indelicately, but I don't ever kind of regret what we say. I've never listened... Maybe once or twice, because I think, you know, is we're giving fairly unfiltered opinions, really. So once or twice, I've thought, oh, you know, could have phrased that a bit better. Maybe that was a bit harsh. Nine um, times out of ten, though, I'm like, yes, Tom and Bowler, you're spot on. <laughs> These guys are really good. It's like, it's, like, it's like they're in my mind. It's like you're in my head. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've just had this conversation, and it's so nice to hear mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. Do you just listen to us so they could be like, oh my God, I agree. These guys just <laughs> know it all. I'm so narcissistic when I listen because I'm like, oh my God, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, take that. Take that. So um yeah so that's that's the gist of it so mm-hmm. everyone who's new welcome mm-hmm. um I do all oh, we we had a I need to start off with a review yay that we got and I want to say thank you so much for everyone who has written reviews for us and you know that when you write it we give you a shout out so I want to say do. I want to give a shout out to Jim's twenty five and that's about J U M M S twenty five what could that be short for let's let's, let's play game again J M M S um, two five. Don't don't you dare make it because every time I have to call up anywhere in the UK, <laughs> I have to give like J for Jamiroquai, Jamiroquai, M, M for Marsha, <laughs> Marsha, 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 and I'm like L for Lavender, and then, and then when they repeat it back to me, they're like, "Do you mean L for Lima?" And I'm like, "I know what starts with L, ma'am." Th- there is a phonetic alphabet, though, you know. So I'm um, I'm sorry I don't know but I'm I like what I say yeah I'm Thank sure you're you. very creative with it yeah um, uh, H for whiff whiff yeah you know I, I said my own thing and then but anyway so this is J M M S maybe it's Jamal Sims <laughs> where did they come from J- it probably M- is Jamal Sims I um, think probably friend yeah. of the pod um gems <laughs> um gems Okay, so the review is um, from Jim's Twenty Five on Apple Podcasts. Listened, to, I listened to about four to five different drag race review podcasts. I run a lot, so I need the entertainment. Oh, okay, and this is one of my favorites. Not only do the episodes come out ridiculously quickly, do you guys <laughs> sleep? Well, 
Well, you know, the sacrifices we make, guys. That's why I'm alert, girl. (laughs) 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 But they both clearly love the show and the amount of drag we're getting at the moment. Unlike some of the podcasts I listen to. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's a, that's a we're happy with that. Who really. could that be? I started listening during UK season three, and I enjoyed it so much. I've gone back to listen to other reviews on previous series. Thank Aww, you so thank so, you much so much for that review. It's so lovely. Thank and you. Is, this is the second runner, and, and I said it last time. It's something mm. about running. Like I get bored. I get bored. Like even when it's music, sometimes I just need something else to distract me. Um, so it's good to keep. This is back in the days when I could run. Right now, when I'm running, <laughs> all I think of is how I'm like, why. Why am I doing this? <laughs> and the whole time I'm like, I'm, my, I can't feel my feet. And I'm like, oh wow. And then I'm, in, my, in my head, I'm like, every step away from home is another step back towards <laughs> home. And then, I, and then I start playing this mind game. That's and like I, an anti-mantra oh, for well, running. They're, 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 I'm, I'm on survival mode. I'm just trying <laughs> to survive. And then you see people running and talking. I'm like, how, I'm like what is yeah. this witchcraft? Yeah. How do they do that? I, I envy them. Maybe maybe I'll do some cardio I gotta do one it. day. I gotta do it. But um, good luck for you on your runs. I just got a vision of Olivia Lux doing the mime run. And I'm assuming this is kind of... <laughs> it's probably yeah, what this person yeah. does. Pro- yeah. I'm pr- probably pretty good technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're running, good breathing. Lovely stripey top. Um, very animated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, good expression. Yeah. yeah. But thank you so much for the review. <laughs> um, and we're glad that you're all enjoying it. If you haven't written a review, um, feel free to do so. Really helps us, guys. Yeah, it really yeah. I think... strokes our ego. It's really <laughs> just, just make me feel better about myself. But I guess the idea is if, if you like the podcast and you, you would recommend it to a friend, it's kind of like the way of doing it because it kind of helps the algorithm in yeah. some way. Somehow. Yeah. That's, a, that's a social media word, isn't it? Algorithm. Yeah, I don't really know mm. what it means, but it yeah. sounds clever. But people use it, so we'll just throw it in there. I want to say also thanks to everyone who reached out to me and said happy birthday. Um, especially with many screen cheese. Yeah, that co- was really sweet. With the tea coffee post, obviously, yeah. in reference to uh, me saying that it's such a UK thing, and it's only a UK thing where you offer... A, a, a cup of coffee or tea <laughs> to workers and you know funnily enough we had a worker come in this week mm-hmm. and i was and? like i was like oh please like hey, first of all it's almost six o'clock you're on your way home so i'm like you're not gonna want coffee so but but i offered it not expecting a yes mm-hmm. and and he said yes and i was like oh, in my mind i'm like how rude probably saw the lovely coffee machine he did yeah we got an espresso and <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah no, full stop it's it's ours. Sort of ours? It's ours. <laughs> it's sort of Nespresso's. It's Nespresso's, and they're trying to come claim it back, but... <laughs> so, what had happened was... What had happened was... Nespresso. I, we have a Nespresso um, coffee machine, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. at the moment it's getting repaired, so and, and so they had to re- give us a, a loan Nespresso, mm-hmm. except they didn't have any of the one specific model, specific model that we, we had, so they gave us an upgraded version. And... And... I, I was like, oh, do they think they're getting this back? <laughs> so for the past month and a bit, they've been coming here saying, hi, is Polo home? <laughs> We're here to swap the Nespresso <laughs> machine. And I'm like, well, Polo's not here. No. no, no, he's at work. Oh, he's away. And one time I, I was upstairs, I was about to come downstairs and I saw the truck come up, obviously. <laughs> now, they saw the truck come up and I'm like, oh my God. So then I just hid upstairs while they were knocking on the door. This and I'm hilarious. like, I'm just like, you're not taking it. It's very, I feel so bourgeois. Very, I deserve nice things. It's very Tom. flowers for Algernon. You just can't go back to... The other one was perfectly lovely. I love 
a coffee machine. No, but machine. this one is all. But you can't go back to the non-automatic version. I can't. Version this, now. this is all automatic. That's who you are. It's voice controlled. It's emotion sensitive. I mean, it just, it just, <laughs> it knows me. When a worker comes in the house, it automatically yeah. makes a coffee. It's, Hello, Paul. What coffee would you like? <laughs> you know, it's just. It's, it's who I am. Yeah. Okay. It's very, it's upland. <laughs> it's very upland. <laughs> and I want to own everything. You want to earn and everything. And it starts with this Nespresso machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's mine. Uh, anything happened this week? Do you want to get straight into the show? Should we get into I... it? Nothing about last week that really comes up, is there? I had a job interview and I <gasps> oh. was successful. I was oh, Mariah Paris, yes. Mariah successful. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm going to be going into a different NHS psychiatry job. That's great. More on that soon, but yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's why we're drinking. Ha! Taste it. Expensive Prosecco. (laughs) Why we're drinking. We don't really need much of an excuse to drink. (laughs) It's like, yeah, we're celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. An excuse to to have a drink. And it's a nice drink. It is. It's, it's a- just, well, we've just been those people this week, you know? Yeah. That um, spend more than we have. Yeah, well, it was it's, your birthday. And then you had that promotion. Yeah, you yeah. had job. It's just, it's just been a, a, a whole week of extravagance that is deserved. Busy, there have been ups and downs, but it's been enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but- and we hope that all you guys out there are doing well too. How are the questions? Hmm? Tell me about yourself. Um, it was very that. Well, it was it was the starting one was like, um, yeah, general kind of CV question. Tell us about yourself. And then did like, you say I'd rather not? But I it really was also like, why us? Why us? Then luckily, I had done a bit of research into the yeah, trust. Was, the yeah, tell us stuff. about yourself. And I've, I always feel tempted whenever they ask that to say, mm. "What did you read my CV? <laughs> did you? Because that's exactly the attitude they're looking for in I'm an like, interview, yeah, isn't well, it? Did you read my yeah. CV? And I'm like, no, no. How about, how about <laughs> you tell me? You tell me about myself. What? I want to make sure. Like, I want to make sure that you. Were through my cover letter and you know what pain <laughs> it is to write a cover letter it's, oh. it's like you are writing a damn thesis and everything my application and then, form took me and then days. you have to change your CV to match the job and then they're like what do you want the job and I'm like excuse you excuse, tell me about yourself <laughs> excuse your mouth what, what do you mean tell me about myself I did. I wrote a letter. <laughs> I gave you my CV. And I feel like I should be pop quizzing them. How I... long did I work at this establishment for? <laughs> what are my key strengths? What are my weaknesses? Turn the tables. Turn the tables. <laughs> yeah, claim the power. I think usually they're not looking for like an obnoxious and defiant attitude, but some jobs might. You know, whenever I display a sense of confidence, Tom, the words that you come up with, obnoxious and defiant, I just feel like... There's, uh, it's racism, isn't it? Yeah. It is like, racism. I feel like you're coming, you're really coming for me. <laughs> you know what, Tom? I found your nose. It's in my business. <laughs> so maybe just back it up and let me be me. Thank you. I will. I always Thank let you. you be you. Thank you. Um, I've had enough of hearing you talk, Tom. <laughs> Should we focus on the show? <laughs> Let's get into the show. Yeah. It's episode eight, season 14. Let the hunger game begin. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favour. Yes. Be but, ever but, in your favour. Before we Remember Chad start. really trying to make that happen in All Stars 1? Before we start, I want to ask you, who are you rooting for? Willow. Willow. I am. I think there's a lot of great queens in this cast and I love Angie. Um, I, I really like Bosco as well. This is a really, really great cast, but I feel Willow is an easy answer for me. There's just something I love about her. I think she's multi-talented i think she's really special yeah i think she's got a great storyline i'm with you i'm with you i i want to say that um i think this is willow's this is willow's season for me for you 
for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just for me. So we but we're at the midway point, so that is a good question. Yeah. And that that's who I'd... Who my heart I mean, tells even, me. Even though when Jerry has got two wins, there's just something about Willow. <laughs> there's for something me. about Willow. Do you know what I, I mentioned it last week? And Jerry's fantastic um, competitor, and actually, I wouldn't be surprised if she won the whole thing, and I'd be happy if she won as well. But she doesn't have a plot line. Season eleven. She's not had a single Sorry. little bit of storyline. Who? Angeria. Okay, cool. For somebody well, so successful in the show. They usually save that for near the end when it's just them. Because they got no, the thing is, think about this. You're trying to fill out everyone's story. So you're not going to tell this. You're not going to tell the stories of the final three, final mm. four early on. You need something to film closer, okay. to the, closer to that time. Because they can't do a storyline, for example, on Metamorphosis when the top five. <laughs> she gone. It doesn't make sense. She gone. They need to use that storyline <laughs> yeah. when she's in. So every time you do see a storyline, it is a hint that their time's coming up. Oh, certainly. Their numbers are coming you know, up. You know when somebody has like a really solid mirror moment in an episode, there's a 90% yeah. probability they're either in the top or the bottom. Yeah. 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 There, there it is. So that's that's kind of why that's happening, Tom. Okay. Mm. I'm, I'm here to help you. Thank you. I'm here for to letting me in on the production secrets. I'm here there. to you go. So uh, we were in the workroom. No one went home last week. No one went home. Um, so everyone's still here, which is a great thing. So they come back in and it, it's it's a very different feel when they come back. Into the, there's no like stakes or anything when they come back to the workroom. Usually it's kind of like, oh, we missed this girl. There's a mirror message. She was fabulous or I hated her. But there's none of that this week. So funny starts the episode for me. Meh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, for me, it was just a, a not even worth discussing. I'm going straight to the next day because mm-hmm. the library is open. Library you know is what? open. I used to always look forward to the library reading challenges. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, you get to a certain point in the show, and especially in RuPaul's Drag Race, where I feel like I've heard You've every heard the read. Jokes before. So now when I, in the earlier seasons, I would be like, Oh my god, I'm a fender. I can't believe what's happening. Yeah. I can't believe she just had that read. I'm cracking up. I'm I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, that do you think do you think that's to do with cancel culture? Do you no, think the, no, do you think the girls I have to really hold back in well, the reading challenge now. I hope not, and I don't. I don't I think definitely they think they're should. more conscious. Yeah, you're right. Ever since, Probably. ever since Alexis Michelle's meltdown in season nine, here's a hint: no jokes about my size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. I love Alexis. I really want to see her back on an All Stars. I, I love I'm Alexis Michelle. Tamar, Tamar, <laughs> do you even watch the show? Executive producer Alexis Michelle. Michelle, I wore green. It's your favorite color. <laughs> it's your favorite color, girl. Color. Why do we do her share? It's uh, your favorite color, girl. Because that's how she sounds. <laughs> I am all for having Alexis Michelle. Do you know she's back. so talented and she's great TV. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and she she birthed Jan. She birthed Jan. What I'd love to see um, as a theme for All Stars is mothers and daughters. Coco and Kahana, um, uh, Alexis and Vanjie, um, mm-hmm. Alexis and Jan. Who else? Loads. Um, honey and Monet. Honey. Honey. Oh, honey. Yeah. It'd be yeah. such a good oh, theme. By the way, All Stars 7 was announced. And it's the winner season. Oh, they confirmed it's the winner so, season. Well, I, I read it somewhere um, that All Star Sevens are confirmed, Hashtag and it's, confirmed. it's going to be the um, it's the winner season. I have that's heard be funny. the rumors are that that's a completely different format. 
um, with without eliminations. It's more of a celebration of the winners with like a point system. Which is what All Stars should be. It'd be great. I can't wait for that if, if the rumours are true. Back to, when the, back to the library's open. For me, as I said, I feel like I've heard nearly every joke. And for, it, it really does take something for me to genuinely chuckle. Have a little belly laugh, yeah. Genuinely mm-hmm. chuckle. Well, with that in mind, then, should we have a little look at this reading challenge? Yep. yep. Um, uh, well, let's, how do we feel the strength of the reads were for the season? Let's I thought it was good, them. actually. I had yeah. a few chuckles. Yeah, you were chuckling more than I was. I think I, fig- I thought it was the Prosecco. <laughs> it probably is. Taste that expensive Prosecco. <laughs> it's so expensive. Um, it's burnt, though. Um, so um, I thought if I think about the most recent reading challenge that I've seen it was obviously um, UK versus the world this was stronger yeah yeah I think in general the reading challenges do tend to be a bit better on the US season I don't know if it's just something about the culture of reading within US Queens like I usually sorry this is how bourgeois we are now the sound that i jumped to then was the sound of the prosecco bottle shifting in the champagne bucket bouquet 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 lady of the house bouquet the lady of the house no but um uk girls maybe my um because uk girls are often so like comedic and performance oriented my expectations are always really high in the reading challenge but they're not always fulfilled i don't know what you think um, I don't think. You don't think? No. Okay, tell me who impressed you in this reading challenge. Lady Camden genuinely made me chuckle with Camden one of her, her read of um, George's, where she said, George's, <laughs> the tiniest little waste of time. That's very good wordplay. I thought that was great. Um, I think all her reads had that same format, yeah. where it was a sentence that led to a punchline. Because another one she said, oh, you're like a little dame, a little... Uh, no, a little hunchback like of hunchback Notre of Notre Dame, <laughs> yes. and then she was like, "Oh, what hunchback? Quasi, quasi you better do." Yeah, well, I, just, I thought it was cool. I love add-ons like that. Yeah, and she had yeah. another joke. I can't remember it, but that was also another. Those are my two favorites of hers. That I was another was sentence really that led into the joke. Um, but I, my favorite read of the night was these um, gorgeous, gorgeous. You're the tiniest little waste of time. Now, Bosco for me. Who um, she? she the I enjoyed about, Bosco. The thing about Bosco, the only I did kind of like her read about um, who, who was it? The um, uh, the the pretty, the pretty one, Kerry, Kerry, <laughs> the pretty it was one. Like, Your face is frozen. It's asking me for one to build a snowman. I like that. I, I thought like that, that was really, really good. Now, I also liked her one. Now this is probably just indicative of how basic my sense of humor is. I like it when a read is actually just a really flat, basic insult, and I enjoyed it when she called Jasmine a brain dead slut. Yeah, <laughs> like it reminded me, you know, when Valentina. Um, uh, said something to Trinity the Tuck, something along the lines of like something about inner beauty, and she was like, "You ugly stripper!" Like for some reason that really made me laugh, and it was similar with this. Oh, mistake was a mistake. <laughs> <Yes>. Peppermint, you, <laughs> you need, need one. one. <laughs> That's a good one. That's yeah. good. She's now the thing about Bosco, and I know that you chuckled at this, and I think RuPaul chuckled, and everyone chuckled. I. For me, what makes me laugh is originality mm-hmm. when I haven't heard it or I haven't seen right, it. Right. Now, Bosco, for me, said a joke that I already knew. She said something about um, she wants the drag. She found the will of RuPaul and she wants the queens yes. to be the pallbearers so they can let her down one more time on the runway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that joke 
more than once already, and but it was from um, the, the mother mm-hmm. wants her sons to be her pallbearers so they could let her down one more time. <laughs> and, you know, so I've, I've heard this. I, I didn't laugh at it because I already knew it. I, and also at the same yeah. time, I was like, oh, it's... It's not your joke. The okay. same way Deja Sky sorry, said um, to Kerry Colby, Kerry Colby, let me tell you something that you've, um, that you've never heard. Um, congratulations, you're the winner of oh, the we challenge. We heard that before, We heard that we? because it was, it was Bianca Del Rio. Doing, it, was, it was a live performance of Bianca Del Rio and um, uh, Tukvi. What's her name? <laughs> Kim Chi. Kim Chi. Yes. Kim Chi said to... Kim Chi um, was on stage with Bianca and Kim Chi went to Bianca and said, Kim Chi, uh, Bianca, I just want to tell you something you've not heard this week. You look good. <laughs> and then uh, the crowd went wild and then Bianca... Without batting an eye, she goes, "Well, let me tell you, let me tell you something you've never heard. Congratulations <laughs> to the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race!" <laughs> and the crowd erupted. And, and the, isn't that, that's the beauty of Ru, that's the beauty mm. of Bianca Del Rio is how quick she will bite back. Do you know, what? I love that. Um, I know it wasn't the reading challenge, but it was the puppet challenge. I think um, Bob said Bob was doing kimchi, and she was like, um, "Oh, they, they say the the camera adds uh, ten pounds. I ate three cameras." <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't stop there, did she? I might listen back this week and think, oh, we shouldn't have said that. But then also, <laughs> Diabetes said a joke to, was it Jasmine Kennedy saying that, um, she goes, do you have COVID because you're yeah, tired and you're lacking taste? That is a joke that we've heard. And, and that was in Drag Race Down Under. Simone said a read to Electra Shock mm-hmm. saying, um, she said along the lines of, it's so glad that we get to be in this COVID-free haven that is New Zealand. But uh, if I was you, Electra, I'd get a COVID test because you've clearly lost your sense of taste. There we go. There we go. That was it. Art Simone was good in the reading challenge. Art Simone was amazing. So was Keita Mean. Yes. Electra Shock. Man. <laughs> Leave it there. <laughs> I mean, I think that was one of the strong... I think that was, was very one good. of the... Well, the... You know... I mean, for... Simone also said the... Um, so if everyone here doesn't know, who was the... Um... Um, etc. etc. Because for everyone in the room, yeah. um, let me update you on pronouns for etc. Mm-hmm. etc. Et she prefers... Uh, um, they them. They they uses they them pronouns. Mm-hmm. For example, they haven't been <laughs> in the top, so we won't be seeing them in the finale. Good. That was see that was I was oh my god, I've never heard that. For me that was original. Yeah, I love that was good. For everything that was so good. For everything you can say about Drag Race Down Under and the problems with that season, they were funny queens and yeah. their banter in the workroom was very good and that was reflected in the reading challenge, yeah, I think. It was a production that was the issue. Oh, so was. Wasn't it? so many levels. Uh, who was your favourite and do you agree with Bosco being the winner? Um, I'm, I had a top two, Camden and Bosco, and it was Bosco who was the winner. And uh, Camden had a shout out. Um, I, I do think it's noteworthy Rue giving Camden a little shout out and, you know, she's gaining momentum in the conversation. I think mm. we're going to see her in the top four. Well, for me, it said to me that they've got plans for Bosco to be in the top three or Bosco's four. Bosco's really talented. I really wouldn't be surprised. Wainsing. She's been strong in um, construction. In, well, all the challenges so far have been construction and design. And I think she's a good comic actress. I think every week we've seen her do at least well. Hmm. I've yet to make up my mind on Bosco. <laughs> okay. Your okay. mind. I've yet to make up my Your mind. mind. Yes. My mind. Okay. <laughs> so, 
as we are going on. Thank you. So it's the reading <laughs> challenge. I really would have given the win to Lady Camden, and I'll be very completely honest. All right, okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the maxi challenge. The maxi challenge this week is they're doing the girl group challenge, a 60s girl group challenge. This is really cool. I'm really excited about this because... A, I love 60s girl groups. And B, it's the first like fresh challenge of the season. It's not comic acting. It's not construction. It's it's and I love a girl group challenge. I think it brings out so many like drag queen skills. You, really? And not skills. It's just well, like, performance perform- inter- entertainment. And, and if a drag queen does not know her girl groups, she might as well hang her wig up. Yeah. It's, is it a rusical, would you say? It's kind of like a rusical. No, it's a girl season. group challenge. I do okay. think they're distinct and different. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you're right. It's the difference between Rats, the rusical season two, and the Frock Destroyer season oh, one. Oh, totally, UK. totally, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, again. So they're, gonna put into, they're put into three groups, and they get to choose themselves. And the three groups are the shang ru yeah. who are going to do Bad Boy Baby. Yeah. Then we've got the Brunettes, mm-hmm. who are doing He's My Baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got the... Rue Primes. So they're all obviously modelled after actual iconic girl bands, the Shangri-Las, the Ronettes, and the Supremes. Um, do you love or know these bands? I don't. Like, I know that I know this. I know the Supremes, but I know the Supremes through the eyes of um, of Hairspray in the Dreamgirls. <laughs> well, there we go. They're so influential. You know, their influence was felt throughout the decades. I think the Supremes probably are the 60s girl group who fed into the public consciousness the most, I think, and probably are the most well-known of the three. Um, I'm a big fan of the Shangri-Las. I do love them. They had more of a bad girl image than the others. So I'm really excited to see what sort of spin the, the Queen's doing. That. They're, they're most famous for doing uh, Leader of the Pack. Leader of the Pack. Room, room. They did Actually... Um, something I noticed just recently, a, a bunch of people are using like a pitch shift shifted sample of theirs on um, TikToks that, oh no, oh no. Oh yes, I've heard, oh, oh no, 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 no. And no. the way it's used actually really annoys me because I love the original the, song the actual, and I hate the way it's the been used. The actual key is, That's the key, isn't it? The original was more like, well, I'm not going to sing it, but... Um, so I love the Shangri-Las, proper like bad girl image. They had like the, the rumors that they like carried flick knives around with them and stuff. And a lot of their songs were about them kind of, you know, falling for unsuitable okay. boys and things. For, because the three girls in the Shangri-Las are Di Biddy, Willow Pull and Bosco. Tell me what do they need to do to to give a, a uh, performance that really does exude the Shangri-Las like what is what is they do they have to be soft do they have to be yelly no they need what to what is well, the Shangri-Las the vo- and what, how do they how do they take on their performance the vocal delivery was soft and beautiful but their image was more bad girl so I think they'll probably need to convey that a bit more through like the choreo and their stage presence and maybe the costuming like Piri Perry from Little Mix, how she looks like this innocent white girl, and then she opens her mouth, and look. Let's be honest, if there's a black lady in her vocal folds, <laughs> I'm like, when I first saw her on the X Factor audition, mm-hmm. I heard her sing. I swear to God, I thought someone had played music over her, and I was like, she is. I've got surprisingly she's powerful a voice. Good, she yeah. is a good lip syncer. That was her voice. <laughs> yeah. Her voice is so bloody strong, but she looked like this little librarian, this yeah. little girl going to the library. And it was just like, wow. 
So that's the Shangri-Las. Like, uh, what I'm looking for really is like a, a bad girl edge, a bit of naughtiness. So I think these girls actually, because they're probably the three like kooky alternative edgy girls. Um, I do think they're a good fit for this group. And all three of them are very, very set Great. on this one. Now, the next one is the Runets. And the Runets is Georges, Jasmine, Kennedy, and Deja Sky. Oh. Now, tell me about the Runets and how do they need, How what do they need to do to, to really exude Runet? A flavor. Well, the Ronettes, um, the lead singer was Ronnie Spector, who was actually married to Phil Spector, who Phil Spector was a genius producer responsible for the Wall of Sound, but he was actually an abusive psychopath as well. Um, yes, wasn't Phil Spector the um, Tina Turner? So he does pop up in What's Love Got to Do with yeah, It. Yeah, so um, he was a control freak. And yeah. even though Tina Turner was with Ike at the time, he would not He would not let, let him in the room because he wanted to control Tina. Because Phil obviously and, produced a River Deep Mountain yeah. High. Yeah. And so I just felt that was, yeah, that's my knowledge of Yeah, of well, he was, he was, you know, fantastic producer, but really quite not. He's in prison. He's a murderer. Is he still alive? Um, I don't know if he's still alive. And like, Alexa. <laughs> Is Phil Spector alive? Phil Spector died on oh, he died. January 2021. He, was, he died last year. That went under the radar. He was he was a convicted murderer anyway. He murdered a woman in his own home. Was she singing off key? Because I don't understand. <laughs> you know, Speaking of like camp and dark humour though, he turned up at the um, the courtroom with like a different wig each day. You know Thorgy Thor's wigs? Those were the kind of wigs that he wore. Well, Thorgy Thor had... Like a twenty-inch dreadlocks underneath her, with, which is why they look <laughs> the way they do. A, a, Bob even calls them a Phil Spector hat. Oh, gosh, <laughs> um, but Ronnie, Ronnie, poor Ronnie, suffered in that relationship with with Phil Spector. But amazing and talented. What I think of with the Ronettes is um, Ronnie had this amazing kind of like Jersey kind of inflection because their most famous song is "Be My Baby." Yeah, "Be My Be My Baby." baby. Yes, and but also they did the um, amazing songs on. Um, that that fantastic Phil Spector Christmas album. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Um, so a lot of fun. I think the, the Ronettes had like a real sense of fun and camp about them. Great. Um, so that's what they needed to exude to give you that flavor, to remind think, oh, you. Big oh. hair as well. Giant beehives they need. Oh, giant. First of all, giant hair was, it's called the 60s. No, but they particularly were not, noteworthy for their big beehives. The Ronettes. It was okay. like their uniform. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, like the cone heads, but it's a whiff. It's a whiff. <laughs> it's a beautiful whiff. It's a whiff. Okay, and the last one, the, the Supremes. The Rupremes was Injuria, Colby, and Lady Camden. Let me talk to... I, I can talk on this one. Yeah, go on. The Rupremes. When I think the Supremes, I think... Um, uh, sultry movements yeah. with choreography. I think swish. Wafty. I think um, a lot of um, hands that frame mm-hmm. the face, hands that glide down the body. Yeah. I think a lot of knee together movements because yes. they're always in slinky fish style gowns. Yeah. So there was always like shoulders. Mm-hmm. There were shoulders that kind of married Beautiful together. clavicles. Yes. Lovely clavicles. Shoulders that yeah. married together with the knee inwards movement. And it was like flirty. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they need like to do. The epitome of kind of like soft femininity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of the time. Yeah. And it, you know what? It was feminine seduction. Mm. It wasn't overly sexual. There was a, a mm. beautiful, a beautiful um, uh, femininity, but it was also flirtatious. A lightness and, and an it airiness. was there, and, and, and it appealed to both men and women. 
you do know you, do you have a favorite supreme song um we're your dream girls boy. <laughs> <laughs> all you gotta do is dream <laughs> just dream baby <laughs> we'll be there yeah thank you <laughs> isn't that what they sing um i think probably baby love and like keep me hanging on or some baby of the most famous love, ones aren't they my baby yeah love, baby oh, there's this Ooh, how i need your love oh that's lovely thank you for that <laughs> they've got this really obscure one called stormy i don't know if it's that obscure actually it's just not one of the like more well-known ones which i really like again it's got like a light airy quality that i always associate with the supremes oh yeah if it's Mm. if it's the premes it's it's no it isn't isn't it like how would you like the for the 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 vocals sound mm -hmm. won't be like it won't be it's it's not very forward so when i i'll sing it forward it's like Baby love, my baby love. They're, they're gonna they're gonna sink it back more to make it air, and more air will pass from my throat. So it goes from yeah. baby love. It goes my baby. You see, I, I, when you pull back mm. and you you allow more air into the vocal folds instead, and you push the sound back, mm-hmm. then it becomes more baby love, my baby love. Because I never think my of baby love. yeah. It's very there. So they sing very soft, but they also sing with more air passing through. And obviously, Diana is the lead vocalist. I always, I never think of her as a powerful vocalist. I think of her as a sweet vocalist. Yeah. Um, and obviously, that's a big part of the plot line of Dreamgirls, isn't it? That like the girl with the commercial voice, the less powerful voice, is pushed to be the lead exactly. singer. Yeah. Yep. 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 And that's exactly what it mm-hmm. was. Um, she didn't have a strong diva sound. No. She, her voice was very it's very soft. Do you know what it was? And this is why her, I feel her voice was used. Because obviously in the 60s, the, the black queens, the black mm-hmm. artists are trying to break through mm-hmm. to the commercial pop. They want to sound less threatening it's exactly and what less it was. intimidating yeah it's so it's too intimidating to hear a a strong black woman mm-hmm. belt that's too they it's too the world much. wasn't ready for no, it no yeah but they can accept a light-skinned mm-hmm. skinny um softer sound mm-hmm. and that's why she was pushed to the forefront makes you wonder if that played into the the softness of their femininity as well as a girl group that it was a non-threatening oh absolutely not a sexual you know, because the sixties was also the time of sexual liberation. Like, but they're always covered up. So they were elegant, not, not too much. Yeah, soft, it was always they, yeah. yeah, it was always prim. It was always proper. Mm. It was always you know, it, it was it was safe. It was, it was. beautiful, but it was safe. Mm-hmm. So um, there everything was choreographed. Should we do a separate podcast queens? about girl groups of, over the decades? I would love that actually. What? Sorry. What are we doing? Yeah, From Girls Aloud to Apollonia 6. Anyway, in this um, group, we have... Um, in, who's in the group? Angeria, Camden, Angeria, and Kerry. And Kim- Let's talk about the rehearsals, okay? Quickly. Let's talk about the rehearsals Vocal quickly. and choreo, yeah? Vocal and choreo. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it came to the Shangri-Las, you know, Diabetes, Willow, Pell, and Bosco, I thought Diabetes was okay. She, she gave She's it like, loads She's like, I'm of- not a singer, but you know, you don't have to be a singer to know how to hold a tune mm-hmm. and carry it. So um, she was very. I felt 
convinced. She's very funny delivery. Can I? I'm not 100 percent sure. Did the girls did not write these lyrics? Did they? No, it's no they, they were did giving not. them. Yep. Just sometimes some of the feedback made it sound like they had, but no, I think it was just more about the delivery. No, Dyer was great in rehearsals and, and in the in the recording session. She was and fab. Do you know what the amazing thing about it as well is that at the same time she was acting. Mm-hmm. She was giving me so much character when she was recording. And yeah, we can't see your character through your voice, but we can hear it. Yeah. Believe it. Believe it. If you believe what you're saying, the authenticity of that comes out through the song, through the music. This is why I think she was a good... And she was dead set on it. She was not budging. This is why the Shangri-Las is kind of the only choice for her because she is trying to flex her grungier side and she's been speaking about that for a few weeks. And these are the, if you like, the darkest mm. in, in tone of the three groups. And she's like, I need to get as far away from Crystal Method as I can. Very that, this is very it. that. She wants to be like Courtney Love, but the 60s girl group version. We did hear a bit of Bosco, but I was I didn't hear enough of it to make an opinion. No, We no. didn't get to hear Willow Pill, but Willow Pill shocked us when the bitch came through with the choreography. I love Willow Pill more and more each week. Like, and Hidden Skills. I loved, from what I saw in the rehearsals, the choreography was good. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, that's, that's nice. Oh, that's pretty. She and made them look good. She was surprising. And it's there's something about her... Her power is in a surprise factor because mm-hmm. she walked in deliberately she in that did. outfit to make people think she was a first out. Mm-hmm. And then when she shone, it shone much brighter because she had already set the expectations she, to zero. Absolutely. To she bottom. was deliberately and like basic early noughties fashion and then blew us away with one of the most unique and memorable talent shows ever. Willow, as innocent as she is, knows the game and she is playing it she's she always knows the she game. says she's innocent but with a dark side she knows the game oh oh i've just came in and you're looking like <laughs> ashley tinsdale oh, no, no. Where, where am i this is an oh this is a nickelodeon i miss it's angle on my show yeah oh my god is that not how you spell angel <laughs> and then she's just coming out with the choreography she's coming out with the the, the music she's coming out with all, all of this and i think it's Fantastic. I'm really looking forward to seeing the Shangri-Las. Fantastic. Before. Now, the rehearsal for the Runettes, you know, that's Georgia's Jasmine Kennedy and Deja Sky. Yeah. For the singing, the, none of them say they can sing. However, Deja Sky, I want to say, I don't, A, I don't believe you, but then I don't have to believe you. Um, I do want to say that for someone who doesn't sing, she actually has an okay slash good voice yeah the only thing that's missing from it is her confidence mm-hmm. because she's, yep. she's that typical girl like in sister act she's that quiet nun who's holding back but when she's given her time to shine and when she sings without fear mm-hmm. her voice will be great and deja sky i want to say that when you sing with confidence you will be a singer yeah 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 that's it I could see her confidence growing and I think, you know, obviously Michelle was there in the recording session. I think she gave Deja some quite good feedback. She's always a mixed bag, Michelle. Some of the things she says are a bit nonsensical. I want to say this. If I, if I, if, if for some reason, somehow I, Bolo, a.k.a. Visa the Climb, <laughs> made it onto RuPaul's Drag Race, I want to tell you this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I would walk in there saying, I don't know how to dance. I was, I don't know how to sing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't dance. I can't mm-hmm. sing. You know, I, 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 I'm just, you know, I'm just funny. I'm a, com- I'm a comedian. That's what I would say. I'm I a think comedian. you should go in there saying you're a look queen. They'll clock me. <laughs> 
They will clock me. You'll oh. be like, check the gram. Yeah. I'm a look queen. Oh, he's a look queen. Yeah, look the other way. <laughs> That's what they'd say. You, like, no, please don't. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Okay, it's it's going to be way off. <laughs> but I would, but I would do that. I would say, oh, I'm not singing. Oh no, I'm really, really shy. Hmm. And then la. <laughs> You'd be like, oh my god. Oh, where did that sound come from? Finding talents I've never known I had. <laughs> Don't tell me not to leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I, but I mean, this is the game she's playing. This is the game she's playing. Good on you, Deja Sky. Georges, yeah. mm. I fear for your life. Georges is getting a struggle bus edit this week. Um, she her delivery was just like really f- flat and like she's completely out of her comfort zone here. Bless her. Absolutely, but do you know what the bad thing is? She's just off rhythm. Mm. And girl, you're a dancer. No amount of feedback seems to be fixing you're, that. You're a dancer. You're, well, how are you off rhythm with the notes? How are you off <laughs> rhythm with the, you know, the, the rhythm of the, the sound? Uh, for example, if it's like, I'm going to the beach. She's like, I'm going to the beach. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's I'm going to the beach. I'm going to the beach. It was, she was, She's just getting it so wrong. She was changing the wrong word into two syllables, wasn't and she? And I'm like, I'm like, for me, use what you know and apply to things you don't understand use your five six seven eight to understand the, like the language the language that they're trying to speak to you as apply da, it to da, the da, competition da, da, da. she can do that that's what she needs to do mm. and also for anyone who's not a singer you can't just fake sing L- listen here. you cannot fake singing you can't Go out there and be like, okay, I'm not a singer, but I'm going to just sing this and it's going to be great. I'll, I'll do my best. No, it's not going to happen. It's a muscle. It's like you saying that I'm going to go mm. lift 100 kgs when all you've done is lift like handbags all your life. Is that a read? Well. <laughs> I've taken just a couple uh. of weeks off the gym because work's been so busy. <laughs> I had a job interview coming up. I was really stressed. And now you're coming at me with a handbag. But with it's handbag like, comments. It's, it's, it's kind of the equivalent of someone who's never weight, weight, lifted weights in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I kill you lift heavy shopping bags. But then you, you think that because <laughs> you lift heavy shopping bags, you can lift a 100 kg barbell. That's not the same. It's, it's not, that's not the same muscle. Mm-hmm. And you're not using that muscle in the same way. That's the same thing as your voice. If you haven't trained your voice, which is muscle, it's vocal folds. These are muscles. Mm. If you haven't trained this voice to control the air, to to hold sounds, to hold these notes, it's not going to hold. It's not going to happen. But you know what you can do? What you need to do is add character to your voice. Yeah, like do something. That's that's it. And that will be much stronger than you trying to sing when you can't. Because you can talk. You can add. You can add flavor to your voice, you know. Oh, I'm going to the shop now. You know, la, 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 ah, ah. I love this song, whatever can, it is. You know, you can <laughs> add that to your speaking, mm-hmm. but you can't fake singing. Fake and fake. So, and this is something that all these girls every single season seem to think that they can do it. I just can't. I mean, it's, I mean... That, like, Girl. let's see what the finished product is, but I'm not confident for Georgia's. Maybe her core, her. her that, that, I do think the um, the girl group challenges are so multifaceted and often really hard to judge because it's like vocals. Sometimes they write their own lyrics. There's stage presence. There's choreo. There's costuming. It's so like I think those are like the five main elements, and sometimes it's really hard to distill who's done the best because they'll excel at one thing and not at another. But we'll see. They didn't seem to be loving um, Deja's influence in the choreography. 
What do you think? No, I um, no, I don't. The thing is, the hard thing for Deja as well is that she's choreographing two dancers. Yeah, who don't need to be patronized like that. <laughs> Who don't need to be shut down as much as they were being shut down by Deja. So Deja was like, no, no, don't do it like that. Do it like this. No, you're still doing it. Ha, ha. And then Jasmine was like, why don't we just finish the choreography and then clean it? And she wouldn't allow that. She was in teacher mode. She was in teacher mode, but also she's a teacher of children. So the way and that she was cheerleading. Talk- yeah. Yes. Well, cheerleading is actually, it's choreography. It's it's, yeah. it's very, the thing about cheerleading, it's very sharp. It's very precise. So I, I don't think the reason why Deja wouldn't, didn't want to move on mm-hmm. is because in her mind, it needs to be crisp and clear before we can move on. Everything has to look this way. This is, you know. Just while we're on Deja as well, she was the girl who gave when it came to the stalemate around the Shangri-Las. Mm. Um, she was the one, she was a team player, she was a good sport, she moved on to another team. Um, I mean, the Shangri-Las were white, weren't they? The Shangri-Las were white girls, yeah. yeah. so it, for me, it made sense that she go and move because there was one, one girl missing in the other group well, who was a know, POC. Lady Camden's in the Rue Primes. Lady Camden is clever. She knows that that's, her, that's RuPaul's favourite and... Uh, a, it'll be harder because you have to live up to your expectations. Yeah. But B, if you do nail it, you nail it times a million. Well, should we move on to the Reprimes then? Uh, yes. And their, their rehearsals oh, and stuff. Oh gosh, yes. We are talking a lot. <laughs> because I, I'm loving this episode. I'm loving the concept. It's really, yeah. really good. Can't wait to see the actual performances. But just in a nutshell, well, and the nutshell vocals... for the Reprimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Angeria can hold a note. The only thing I want Angeria to do is to pull back. That's what I just said Completely before. Completely agree. Angeria's singing um She's singing Angeria. And like I'm not sure if they're demanding any kind of like vocal impression, but she, for, for the Supremes you do need to try and be yeah, a bit try. airy and wafty and Diana-esque. Yeah. She, she could have just held back a little and been a bit less powerful, I think. She, she, you know the McDonald's there do 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 <laughs> She she she's singing it like that, but she needs to sing it like yeah, she needs to pull. Not, yeah, she needs to a pull back the the sound, and she needs to be a bit more area and not so. It needs to be. It needs to be. It's not. It's not. It's. Yeah, it is. It's ha You actually sound like Michael Jackson. I'm a real. <laughs> I love everybody. I love everybody. I love everybody, <laughs> bro. <laughs> this is Blanket. You come out to meet you all. <laughs> um, Kerry Colby. Okay. I, my notes for Kerry Colby is this. She's pretty. She has a diaphragm. Sing from it. She <laughs> needs some. She needs to really um, hold up. Do, do, do this for me right now. Mm-hmm. Interlock your God, your I'm two fingers together. Bowler. Put that down, you drunk. Interlace <laughs> your fingers. Yeah. Press it against your belly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now press it in a bit more. Now I want you to sing any note, but make sure that when you sing it, your abs, your stomach is pushing against your your hands. Okay. So sing it without it, and then as you're holding that note, push against it and resist it to give power any to note, your voice. Any note. For example, like this. La. Now I push it. La. Do you see that it gets a bit more? La. La. 
I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you don't. No. You don't, okay. I tried, I tried. Basically, um, she needs to really tense her abs, since she needs to, like, she's singing to, like, she's singing so much from her, how do I explain this, from her voice. Mm-hmm. She's singing from her neck and not from her breath. Mm-hmm. But her breath comes, the power of the breath comes from the lungs. So it's, the, it's, it's she's singing like, la, she's la, 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 la. But if you, if you, if you tense your stomach and you embrace your core, mm-hmm. the la, la, la becomes, Bit la, 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 it becomes <laughs> the that. Yeah. And that's what she needs to do because she's singing so softly and without power. But the power comes from the sound and the push from your diaphragm, from that stomach. I what I think with Carrie is that um, I think she uh, in her essence she has a nice voice, but she needed a bit of feedback. I did get a vibe from Carrie this week that she was a little bit fed up or something. Like um, in terms of when she was getting feedback from Michelle, she wasn't exactly you know giving her attitude or anything, but she was kind of like standing there with a hand on her hip and she was a bit like not feeling the challenge or something. Hmm. We'll see what the finished product is. Yeah, hmm. look, that's the rehearsals. Um, I maybe let's have a look and see if there's any difference with what we. I really can't wait to see these um, these finished products. I'm really looking forward to it. Great. So we're looking at the performances now on the maxi stage. We're starting with the Shangri La's. Now that is Willow Pearl, Bosco, and Diabetti. Let me go first. Mm -hmm. The person who took my eye, who stole the scene, the the person who Beyonce did. I I think we're going to say the same person. Go ahead. Do you want to say three, two, one? Yeah, three, two, one, and then Diabetti. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going to say? You kind of killed it. But your timing was off. Tom, I'm a dancer. My timing is You went three, two, off. one, and I said it. And you went, nah, for no, some I was reason. trying to give you the, the rhythm. Um, well. Because you don't have it. Okay, Georgia. <laughs> you don't have it. Okay, Georgia. You don't have it, I'm afraid. <laughs> but you know what you don't you have? You don't have it. <laughs> uh, Betty was... For me, by far, the winner. And I, and I talk about what I loved about Diabetes. Mm-hmm. First of all, she took my focus immediately with the verse that she said in the beginning. She really, really what did. Is she, she said something in the beginning. Um, um, I forgot my glasses. Actually, I can't see him. I forgot my glasses. She said something. But then the her like, performance. Well, I was like, can you see him? Her performance was good. Her facials were great. Her voice was great it mm-hmm. was everything for me sold it diabetes was the beyonce and that's all i could she did super duper well but having said that i really loved willow and bosco's performances as well I nobody lo- was a weak link it was a really really fun performance and willow's choreography really shone i thought it was great oh choreography was amazing mm-hmm. willow you little shocker <laughs> seeing the extra choreography all yeah. together I'm convinced that she's a choreographer. She is. She is or, in Denver, apparently. She is bloody Denver, good. Denver, Colorado. Clean, clean lines. She she just had everything. Oh, mm. that choreography was great. The only thing I want to say about Willow is I couldn't see her eyes. So I did think Willow had like a little bit less expression than the others. Usually it serves Willow really, really well because she's got this amazing deadpan delivery when it comes to comedy. But it, did, it wasn't whether it was her makeup or her actual like tendency to be a bit deadpan, there was less expressiveness than the others. But yeah. that's a minor quibble in what I otherwise thought was a really good performance. I also thought that Willow's voice just wasn't as strong. And mm. I felt like if this performance was a lip sync, it would have been much stronger for her. Mm. But because it was her voice 
on it. It, it just it just didn't hold. It I, didn't hold. If I was listening mm. to this on Spotify driving to work and her voice came up, I'd be like, "Oh, this is mm. the energy has dropped." Well, do you know what? You the probably energy. can listen to this on Spotify afterwards. Um, I thought Bosco was great as well. Lots of character, lots of fun. Yes, um, yes. Overall, great performance, but I'll agree Dyer was the standout for me. For me, Bosco, vocally, for me, wasn't the the. the the, the she talked best. as much as she could, couldn't? Didn't she? She did. She shied away from. But that was a just bit. her vocals, her vocal performance, her dancing, her characterization, her acting was spot on. Overall, this 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 me being picky, dissecting it. These girls were great. They're really really it good. It was such a a visual beauty of so of enjoyable, was so pleasing to watch. Mm-hmm. But diabetes is for me. The winner of this band. We agree. Now, what do you think about the Runettes? You go. Um, now, that was Deja Sky, Jasmine Kennedy, and Georges. Georges. So, I really enjoyed them. And I think it was another really good performance. Not quite as strong as the Shangri-Las for me. Um, what did I think? I thought Deja, her vocals came through really well. And I think Deja kind of embodied maybe the movements of the period the best. I thought she was a little bit expressionless at times. I expected more like face from her. I agree. Yeah. Um, I wish she had a bit more face. Yeah. I I, I think that that's kind of what let her down. Mm-hmm. I think vocally in terms of singing, she was the best. But there was, for me, something missing from her overall performance. And I, I couldn't yeah. put my, my finger on it. There was... There was something missing. There was a um, a confidence. I think it was a, confidence. A, a divaship missing yeah, ownership from her. Of it. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, was, yeah, there was that missing from her. My favorite, who I feel the best in the group, was Georges. Now I was saying in the rehearsals, her she cannot sing, and then I gave a little rewind. I said, mm-hmm. if you can't sing, don't just talk with character. She did exactly that. And the, the reason that it worked so well, her talking, oh, I miss you so, because mm-hmm. that happened so much in the 60s. Oh, totally. It's very much part of the 60s girl group uh, yeah, sound. It was there, oh, da, da, my boyfriend's coming the back. The did it all the time. Yeah, well, that's what it was. Past, present, and future is like mostly talking. So <laughs> I would, if, I, if I saw this without seeing the rehearsals, mm. I, I would have thought this was deliberate. So that, her delivery with that, Combined with her performance and her dancing, she is amazing to watch. Georges is amazing to watch. I think Georges did much, much better than I expected her to from the rehearsal, and I was pleased to see that. Jasmine interested me because she's a very, very confident mover, but as she was kind of informed during the choreo session, she hits the moves a bit too much like a contemporary girl group member she wasn't soft and flowy she was too like ha 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 do you get what i mean jasmine oh okay i um i saw that and maybe i liked i, I didn't write anything about it i think she was a great mover because it was i think slightly George's, not appropriate to the era that's George's all george's kind of had it kind of the same way though i thought she was softer than jasmine you're mm. you're the dancer here though so i could i wasn't focusing i'll tell you what i did think about jasmine i thought that she had great movement and 
she was not the best vocalist. She was the but worst she vocalist went of the three. For it. She went no, she went for it. She gave it her all. She it's did. hard to sing, especially when you know that RuPaul's Drag Race is going to be heard everywhere. Oh, when yeah. you're not a singer. I think good on her for doing it. She could have she could have actually been much better off doing what George has done, but I know that they could not have two talk singers. Yeah. I mean, who's the yeah. who's the sugar babes? If you change your mind, don't know too long. No, you're thinking of Atomic Kitten. Go on. That was you just make me whole again. <laughs> Kerry Kazona still jokes about being the talker of the band. That's what I thought she was. And uh, you can't have two of those, or else you just what? I do think she's got great stage presence. And I enjoyed watching her. Yeah. And she's such a confident mover and such a great dancer. All I would say, and it's, it's, I do feel like I'm splitting hairs because, again, I think a good job was done by everyone. Um, it's just very kind of like, pa, 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 when it should have been a bit more like, okay, ooh, ooh, all right, you know? I hear you. Well, I loved her movement. I love, I'm, I'm proud of her for still singing the way she did, even though she couldn't. But I do want to say this. She had such good commitment. Oh, really, really oh, good. She had, could have, she had good commitment. There's something about her solo for me as well that was very... There's a, that little solo talk bit at the end that was just too um, Days of Our Lives drama. And it wasn't that little... Like, you know when you say, oh, I miss you so. You didn't do it like... <laughs> Hands, like, I miss you so. Like you're on Twilight, mm. <laughs> you say, "Oh, I, you, you, yeah, yeah, you sink in, you, you soft. Oh, I, yeah. I, you caress yourself. Oh, I miss you oh, so. Not like, yourself. not like when you're like shaking your hands. Like, why, mm-hmm. God? Oh, I miss you so. There's a there's a certain way to to show anguish when you're when your girl group pop artists from the sixties in yeah. this era. And um, she took me out of that when she did that little bit. But this this little thing, the little really thing, really heads because it's been a really great challenge so far tell me a standout from this group i just did georgia's i'm gonna actually say and then you're not gonna agree with me but i'm gonna say deja tom we didn't have to agree all it's the okay time. and i don't think our listeners will agree with me either but like there was just something about her that i think embodied the era the best the things you know the group and you know the era the thing is maybe i mean you know i i love their music and stuff i'm not an expert what i will say is one thing we can take out the equation is hair and costumes because they're clearly being provided yeah yeah. So this good. That's good. It simplifies our process. I also want to say again, the choreography was fantastic. So what actually, Deja came through there, then, didn't she? I do want to say that if you're ever gonna put Georges in the middle, which she was for a while, because Georges is so small petite, and petite she? next to them, I would never have them in a straight line together. I would always have her more um, front forward, mm-hmm. like more closer to the front of the stage. Wow. To help up octaves. I th- that's that's I what think- I would have done. That would have been. That would have made more sense for my eyes. But when you put them all on a straight line and she's in the middle, it it doesn't look good. It's it's not it's not something I would ever do as a choreographer. If only me. you'd been in the studio that day. If mm-hmm. only. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know what? I, I have a feeling Daya, so Deja knew that, but Deja's like, you ain't going to Beyonce yet. We are bloody team. Okay, I ain't trying to promote you to report. So you know what? In strategy-wise, go off, sis. Exactly Screw what I would have done. you, pretty little thing. Now, the last group is the Rupremes with Kerry Colby. Was indeed. And Angeria. Angeria and Lady Camden. And Lady Camden. Yep. I, um, do you want me to start? Do you want to go first? Uh, I've been, again, really enjoyable performance overall. Um, I think Angie, 
I really, really enjoyed watching Angie. She did a really good embodiment of Diana Ross. And I think I think you can tell that she does Diana on the regular. I think she she really channeled her really well. Kerry um, impressed me, actually, compared to, you know, in, in the, like, the recording and stuff. She seems to be struggling a bit. But she brought, like, her own sense of fun and sass to, to the role. And I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed watching Kerry. And Camden was great, too. Um... I like I have less to say I think about Camden um but those are my thoughts those are my feelings I'd like to hear your reflections too I think the 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 weakest group really yeah absolutely I'd actually put the runettes as the weakest no uh, for, for me this is the weakest group I felt like I was watching the Jackson 5 and not the Supremes the movements for me were too jiggy jiggy <laughs> to to like okay le- not wafty and airy yeah enough. okay yeah i can get it, on board with that it yeah, yeah, was yeah. not for me the supremes at all well that's down to camden unfortunately it was her choreography but obviously the others had i their mean part to play two black girls and the one white girl choreographs the supremes <laughs> yeah let me get back to what i'm saying <laughs> this is what y'all do is it y'all just jiggle like y'all got hip-hop y'all be dancing y'all be happy y'all be twerking <laughs> What I want to say is that I um I I I didn't feel like I was watching the Supremes. Maybe maybe I'm not. Maybe this is different. Maybe you know I haven't seen every single Supremes. But for me, and someone who expects to see a quintessential Supremes performance, mm-hmm. this is not it. For anyone who knows the Supreme, this is not it. Even I still if even if it. it's up tempo, for me it was too like. I felt like I was watching um Carlton do the um. Oh, from, from Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince of Air, doing, what was it? The um, his little dance that he did to the yeah. what song? The um, I don't know. I can't remember what the song was. The you know he's doing the Tom. It's, it's we okay. we know to. what you mean. We know what you mean. It's okay. No, I have to have a. No, we're not dwelling on this any further. It's gonna come up. Carlton it'll come, does the. It'll um, come back. It'll come back. Just tell me a bit more about your thoughts about the girls. It was. It was. It was too. <laughs> movement like i felt like i was watching a bollywood performance this wasn't for me the supremes and um let's just start there okay tell me a bit about the individual performances then angie i think i I think angie was um good i felt like her voice was luther vandross um it's a bit like no 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 it's like you know jada hall when jada did the finale and there's imagination. imagination. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and then, you know, when she was doing her verse, and yeah. um, but I, I think they all gave great conviction. But Kerry, I mean, Kerry for me was a bit too animated and not, not. I felt like it was, you know what? I felt like I was watching, like you know, when you watch. The teenager performances of the young groups, like when you watch Destiny's Child, when you watch them when they were kids, mm. and they're just going so hard, okay, they okay. haven't learned yet that going 100% doesn't mean giving 100% energy. It doesn't. Going 100% doesn't mean going giving every single bit of, every fiber of your energy of your being in performance. It's that control and, and the conviction you have in your performance. Yeah. And I felt like when I was watching Kerry, it was a bit too juvenile. It was a Ooh, bit too juvenile. young. It was a bit she too... juvenile. It was a bit too youthful. And it wasn't a grown woman who knows what she's doing. It was mm-hmm. like, it was too... 
too erratic for me. I get what you mean. I, I guess for me, it was very much kind of like the Supremes through the lens of Kerry Colby. I felt like her natural sassiness and well, fun came through. For the, through the lens of Kerry Colby, also through the lens of trying to make RuPaul laugh. Mm, knowing that it's his favorite Yeah. Group. Now, and then, and then I get to... Lady Camden, who I who I feel I think held her own, but she had she most restraint out of the three of them. I think, but that's what I felt it needed a bit more restraint. Well, it yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad much. thing. She was more subdued than the other two. Definitely, it was the weakest um, synchronization with choreography. It, it probably had the most repetitive choreography. Mm. For me, it was by far the weakest. Okay, um, I, I, I will. I, I will still say I enjoyed all three a lot, but I do see where you're coming from. For me, it was the runettes that were like in you know getting bronze for for me but i think we probably agreed that the shangri las were oh, getting gold based on these performances i've seen the winner is diabetes this week really wouldn't be surprised Di- for me the, the top performers are diabetes and georges name the top performer from this group um, as well oh angie there's the yeah, angie, angie, angie had more supremes even though she was doing the choreography when there was her verse I could see her doing things that were yes. very the Supremes. Very Diana. It was very Diana Ross. But that was when she was being herself. When she went back into the Corrie, it was the group Corrie. It wasn't her own. So there was forgiveness in that. But I just, I just, I wasn't sold in this group. And I, you know. I think therefore, kind of like we're talking about based on performance, we really enjoyed the Shangri-Las in general. But we see kind of like you enjoyed Georgia's. I enjoyed Deja. We both enjoyed Angie mm-hmm. and the other groups. Now, before we go into the runway, is there anybody that you chuck in the bottom based on what you've seen? Um, the bottom for me would be Kerry Colby, really? Jasmine Kennedy, the weakest of each group. Mm. For me, Jasmine Kennedy, Kerry Colby, and Bosco. Really? Yeah, okay. really. I mean, you're... you're no, a, it's a toss-up between Bosco and Willow, actually. But still a strong presentation as a group, yeah, isn't um, it? Those, those yeah, those are the weakest of each group. The strongest of each group for me was Diabetes, Angie, and Georges. Let's have a look at the runway, and then we'll make up our mind. Yeah. Dr. Tom, what's the category for the runway? The category is heart on. So heart motifs all round. Um, so Willow Pill walks out looking like a girl who's gone mad on the sail rack in Ann Summers. Uh, on Valentine's Day. Um, this is a really fun look. It's very Willow. She created this sort of dress out of like heart motifed panties. Um, kind of reminiscent of some Versace 90s looks, um, actually. But very fun, very Willow. I like yeah, it. Yeah, for me, it's a tick. It's a tick. It's a tick. Yeah. I, I'll, give, a tick it, I'll give it some love. Get it? It's a heart. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Diabetti comes out giving me Jeffree Star vibes with this pink hair, actually. Looking very severe. Um, I like, you know, she's got this kind of like mini dress and the stripper heels and these neon hearts. Very kind of um, anime cyberpunk kind of vibes. Um, very yeah. fun, very diabetic. I really feel like Diabetti is like pushing now her like grungier, darker side to differentiate herself. From from Crystal, she who shall not be named, okay? Because you you will shall not maim her. We shall not maim her, um, because you will upset her. I don't see Crystal Method when I look at her anyway. I think it's nah. I think um, it's a silly plotline. Yeah, it's silly. I think it's a really punk rock pink goes on a mohawk kind of. Yeah, it's just very manga rock star. Mm. I like it. Bosco, 
Yeah, tech, yeah. Uh, Bosco comes out um, all in white, very vampiric. Um, I really enjoy Bosco's look, actually. Her hair is very reminiscent of um, the movie Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, the Gary Oldman's portrayal of, of Dracula earlier in the film, uh, in the kind of like older um, version. Um, looks really good. The 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 pure white uh, and that the heart sort of cut out. The cut out thing is very reminiscent of some Saint Laurent um, runways, actually, that kind of like heart keyhole, um, which is really, really lovely. And I think that's what she's gone for. The the hair is like pure Bram Stoker's Dracula with the ponytail and Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love the wig. I love the makeup. And she's got a very know, cheeky cut out of the back Well, as well. do you know what? I've seen it once, twice, three times. If, um, it's no longer a gag. It's it just like... I'll tell you what, it does eh. not need pixelating, by the way. We've seen, all seen a bottom before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you find a lot of them in London. <laughs> Out comes Deja Sky. So Deja's giving us basically... Super, she's giving me super, super Mindy. <laughs> mega, mega I'm getting, Mindy. I'm, I'm getting flashbacks. Well, she's basically like Dame Edna as, a, as an anime magical girl, isn't she? I'm going to say, it's, for some reason, it's not my favourite Deja look. There's something about her proportions that aren't quite as... She, her proportions are just so, so good. I love her hourglass shape, but there's just something about the fit or something that's a bit off. Yeah. Looks, she looks a bit like she's about to perform surgery or something. Heart surgery, I guess. Really? Open heart surgery. Tom, so if you're lying there waiting for it and she walked in, you'd be like, oh, you're obviously here. You're here to do the surgery, aren't you? I'd say you better need to quick because I'm not sticking around Doctor, please, please. This is the room you need to come to because you're obviously here to perform heart surgery. There's something about the the gloves with like the PVC white and stuff that's a bit like It's a bit techy. It's tickety tech for me. I don't like it. It's not my favourite Deja look and I actually really usually like what Deja presents. It's a flick. Yeah. Now, Georgia's, you know what? You have to, like, this is so classic, Georgia's. Um, you can't deny that she looks beautiful. She does look beautiful and she beautiful. serves body, body, body. She looks every inch of Victoria's Secret girl. I'm sure something like this must have walked out in a Victoria's Secret room with very, you know, at some point. She's got this heart backpack. Also, again, vaguely reminiscent of the Saint Laurent, um, kind of like heart, uh, big shoulder pad shape thing. Um, what I will say is. George just looks beautiful. Now, are they going to critique her as they did Vanjie, saying that she always came out in showing body? Absolutely. Or are they going to not critique her like Plastic Tiara, who always came out in the same silhouette, but they were living for it every episode? They pick and choose. They really, really do. For me, can I ask you, has George just yet given us a gown? A um, full-on drag monster it, ball it, in gown. In a way, in a way, in her signature drag look. No, she no, did, that but wasn't she stripped it. She, it she stripped that purple suit. off. No, has she given us a gown? Has she always come up, up in here with, with like that fabric? Couldn't even make me a mask. <laughs> All the fabric that she has on her body right Just now about. couldn't even make me a mask. I couldn't get into the Tesco's with that. You can't deny that she looks lovely and that her shape is beautiful, but you kind of got to be consistent in your critiques, haven't you? Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see what the judges say, but she does look gorgeous. It is a tick. It's an absolute tick. Yeah. But I want, I want more. Yeah. Next up, got Jasmine Kennedy. So Jasmine or we- Alyssa, whoever you choose. <laughs> she's to so see. Alyssa, isn't she? Um, she wears her influence on her sleeve um, and says that she's inspired by Aphrodite from um, the Disney Hercules film, um, which it does. She does very much give that, but like as if she was dressed by Versace, you know, with that kind of like thigh high slit. 
Um, I think this is lovely, actually. I love that deep red color. Um, the heart embellishments are very drag. Um, I think she looks gorgeous. Yeah, okay. Um, it's not exciting, but it's she looks a beautiful. Flick for me, for some reason, I'm, I'm just... I, I'm, I'm not sold into the full-on beauty of it. Okay. Unfortunately, we expect we expect so much from these girls who have no money, and I feel like a hypocrite because I too <laughs> have the budget, maybe even less. I definitely. I less. would love to see what you oh, would pull oh, together less. for a season of Drag Race. Exactly, but this is this is what you this is the show. Mm-hmm. We we are the hypocrites. <laughs> Call me a troll. Cancel me, Dr. Tom. Cancel I will. Me. I will. Later on today, I will. So, Angeria, I really like this for Angeria because it feels very fun and fresh and different for her. She's stepping outside of her comfort zone. Um, she's giving us like a 60s mod kind of effect um, with this checkerboard sort of pattern. It reminds me oh. of um, Janelle Monet at the... Uh-huh. At the Met Gala, the Mm-mm. gown that she wore with the checkerboard pattern, and she's got this sear hair, um, a very you know a bit of a Cruel Deville twist in there. I enjoy this. I mean, that hair looks like Nina West's hair that she wore, but you could see the under the structure of that wig. Do you remember that? Oh, the hair? kind of mushroom. Mop I want to say this: she had this fabulous outfit, and she found that I heart you, and <laughs> stitched it on. Because that makes no sense to me. You could argue it's a it's a bit off theme, maybe it, a bit of an afterthought. It but. was she literally had this amazing gown and was like, Okay, I'll put a heart on it to make it fit the theme. I do see what you mean. I do see what you mean. Um For me it's a flick because it doesn't belong there and it took me out of it. It did on without the wording, it's a tick because it's gorgeous. But she just added it to it and it, for me it wasn't it was not correct. I shoot me, but I'm going to take her. I really enjoyed what she presented. I'm really enjoying Carrie's look this week, actually. Um, she's showing body, 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 and she's looking like the this sort of satanic mistress who's stolen some mortal's heart. For me, this is very reminiscent of um, Delara Findicoglu's um, beach wear. Very, like, stringy. Um, is that very, bitch wearing Louboutins? Very satanic. Very spooky. I really, really enjoy. I know, I know. It's basically a bit of netting, but the character and the presentation were really, really good. I, I really enjoyed Kerry's look this week. I liked it. It's a tick for me. Yeah, it's a tick for you. And we've got Lady Camden. Another Greek. Talk to me about Lady Camden. <laughs> it's another Grecian theme. For her, you know, she's being very every inch kind of Aphrodite or Eros or Cupid. Um, she's been shot through the heart. Um, it's cool, actually. There's, there's like this Grecian, um, short Grecian dress. And I love how the blood and the heart is represented actually by lots of um, ruffles and tool. Um, so it looks really, really good. Reminds me of that um, that Victor and Rolf dress where it had the the heart that Max actually um, copied in season seven, the heart mm. and the blood. Sure. Cool. Cool. Uh, I, it's a, a, I don't, yeah, it's a no for me. Sorry. Oh, okay. Is it too cost to me? It's, the costumes aren't a bad thing, Tom, for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, we got this. My tops for the week yeah. are as follows. Diabetes is the winner. The bottom two is, I'm going to say, Jasmine Kennedy and... Who was that I say earlier? Kerry Colby. Yeah. Now, I, who are your top? Who was your winner and your bottom two? I've got to agree that Dia was fantastic and she was the best in the best group. Mm. So it makes sense for her to win. But I also think that Angie was fab. Um, 
and who else is fab? I really enjoyed Deja. Um, and then in terms of bottoms, oh, it's so hard to judge because I thought the girls did a really, really good job this week. Um, I do hear what you say about Kerry. She might have been a bit kind of like jumpy all over the place. Maybe Jasmine. Maybe even Willow. I love, love Willow. And I think she should be protected because she still did a fab job and was in the best group. But she was... Well, she did the choreo as well, you know? Okay. I'm not going to put Willow in the bottom. I'm not. Let's have a seat. I can't. The winner was Diabetes, which, I mean, there was absolutely no other choice but Diabetes. Great week for Diabetes. I'm very happy with that decision. I, I think she was super, she was the best in the best group. Yeah. And so it made sense. Props to Deja Sky for being in the top along with. Like, the judges cannot make up their mind this with season. With what to do with Deja. With consistency with judging. Like, I'm really, really happy she got some recognition, though. And Jerry was high as going, the top two. And the she's top- just fab. Like, Angie's had one week not in the top this entire season. She's amazing. She's, She's amazing. smashing it. The bottom two this week is, and I agree, Kerry Colby and Jasmine Kennedy, yeah. who I do feel were the weakest link. And they get to lip sync to Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. Now the let's have a discussion only. about this. Who, first of all, who do you think won the lip sync? I do think it was Jasmine. Um, I loved the fierceness that, that Kerry presented, which she always presents it, um, in her lip syncs. She vogued a little bit as well, which I enjoyed. She gave me that energy. But Jasmine just kind of like felt the song, gave me performance. Um, and she gave me a lot more emotion as well, especially when she kicked her shoe off. The winner was Jasmine Kennedy. Thank you. Hands down. And, and no further elaboration needed. I don't need to. She felt the song. She knew the song. Yeah, she kicked, she kicked a shoe off accidentally. Did you see her blink? No, she no, kept performing. Yeah, it was really, I would really have cool. loved it if she was st- standing on relevé or demi point on that leg as though she had heels on. But you know <laughs> what? I don't. I don't care about it. She felt the music. She knew the song. She just she embodied it for me in the feeling. And um, Kerry Colby did a great job. She did her Kerry own was style great, of yeah. performance. It was outshone by. I don't care what they just said. I love Jasmine that look Kennedy. on Kerry. Like I think it's so. I really cool think that it looks great. Yeah. But for me, the win is Jasmine Kennedy. Um, I do think you're right. I do think you're right. Um, if if Kerry goes, I will miss her. But yeah. there we go. Jasmine, I think won this lip sync. Congratulations, Jasmine Kennedy. But we do have to say goodbye to Kerry Colby, our it was stunning queen. As we predicted, I am sad to say goodbye to Kerry because she is really special. I loved her confessional. She's beautiful. Um, the competition just wasn't right for her. No. She, no. she really wasn't. But she's so gorgeous. She's going to have an amazing career. Absolutely. I was really touched by how devastated Jasmine was to have sent her home because clearly Carrie's a huge inspiration to Jasmine as a trans woman. And so she should be. She's amazing. I mean, just be uh, for the note to the queens be afraid if you're in the bottom with either Jasmine or Georges. But at the same time, I want to see them. Jasmine in the bottom sent together. two girls home now, hasn't she? Yeah. She's vying for lip sync assassin status. Yeah. Well, and she's, she's really, really good in a lip sync. She would earn it. She would earn it. Now, you'd think that next week of the Snatch Game, but it isn't. It's a, another kind of like reality comedy, um, girl, oh, oh, it, girl it talk. It sounded to me like it was reminiscent of like the panels. Ross, like Rossi, Bossy. The, the pa- no, the panel discussions. Pink Table um, no, no, listen to me. Listen, Linda. Linda, listen. Linda. The season 10, um, you know, uh, proportionizing. 
Okay. The panels okay. one, but or maybe a bit of pink tables as well. Let's okay. see. Let's we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, anyway, thank you very much for listening. It's been a long one, but it's been a good one. We've yeah, enjoyed I this it. episode. I see it. But thank you for listening again. If you haven't yet written us a review, please feel free to do so. Tell a friend about the podcast. Help us get our name up there. This is Bolo and Doctor Tom. We'll see you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>